Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Pushpool Podcast, Stories of Human Migration. I'm David Arnsparger, AP World History teacher at James Clements High School in Madison, Alabama. And today our guest is my favorite student, Emma Dickinson. Emma has a wonderful story of uh, movement of people, migration of people in the South back um, around the time that our state first became uh, a state. And it has to do with uh, Creek Indians who were living in West Georgia and a lot of Alabama at that time. So, Emma, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So glad to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this uh, to this story because there's there's a lot of good Alabama history in this too. Mm, there's a lot. So let's get into it. You got it. So my grandfather, like on my dad's side many generations ago, was related to the Alabama Creek Indians and the it's like the push from Georgia to Alabama was where it all started. And um, so... So let, let, let me back up just a little bit because mm-hmm. there's a uh, Native American people moved around a lot. But right. at the time that our country became a country, let's just go ballpark, you know, 1780, 1790, that mm-hmm. time frame, uh, the creek were in West Georgia and or West Georgia and East Alabama. There was Upper Creek and Lower Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, they were a big confederation. And um, they had good relations with uh, Americans for a long time, and then things didn't go so well. Right. So. The United States, like, kept pushing white people into their territory, and that just, like, caused a giant, like, influx of white people, like, overriding all the Indian tribes. And that's, like, they were, like, forced to leave. And so they came all the way down to Alabama, and my grandfather, don't ballpark, I'd say, like, seven generations down maybe okay. was related to um one of the indians in the tribe and they just like my dad used to live in mobile and they were like 30 minutes away like when they came to alabama they were like fairly close and when i was born i had like the traits i have i had dark hair i was very tan like and then so after my grandfather died my dad like wanted to take a dna test um see because like my grandfather told my dad that we were Creek Indian, but he never knew for sure. So, just stories. so you had these uh, family oral histories of mm-hmm. being part of the oral the histories, Creek tribe. and then like visible like traits of like right. Native American in us. And so he took the test, and I don't remember what percent of Native American we were, but we were Native American. Yeah. So um, there's there, gosh, there's a whole lot of this, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna back up a little bit, and then mm-hmm. we'll j- maybe come back to the genetic testing and stuff. Um, but back. So the just a little story for the for the Creek Indians, and you've got uh, some information here too. Um, you know, there was a, a major uh, Creek Civil War back mm-hmm. around the time of what we would cons- consider the War of eighteen twelve in Alabama. It's just a Creek Civil. It's a Creek Indian War. Yeah. Um, and you've got something on that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what was the treaty? that sort of ended that from our stamp, from the American standpoint. It was the Treaty of Jackson, or like Fort Jackson, yeah. Mm-hmm. Treaty of Fort Jackson in 1814, and I'm pretty sure that's like what ended it. There was a lot of other treaties because it like wasn't, like they weren't one big leader, so it wasn't one treaty. It was multiple treaties, um, as well as the Treaty of Indian Springs, like was another, like I think major one of them, but the Treaty of Fort Jackson was a major, major one that like pretty much calmed things down, made right. it peaceful. Yeah, and so 
after this treaty, there was another movement. Again, you you've already told told us, you know, Native Native Americans, the, the Creeks in this case, moved off of their ancestral land, moved a little bit farther west, being pushed by um, by settlers, by white settlers uh, coming from Georgia and South Carolina and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and then this treaty here ended the Creek War and and pushed uh, pushed the Creek a little more west, and then eventually. Uh, you know, we kind of ballpark 1830, 1835 started that time of um, of movement out west that we in Alabama we call the Trail of Tears. I guess they do everywhere else too. Yeah. Um, uh, but they would just call it removal. So um, they started to to remove. Um, what do you know about the Porch Creek Indians and why they didn't remove or anything? I don't know for certain why they weren't removed, but they like stayed there. I don't think they were ever like targeted to remove. I think they kind of laid low from what I read. I'm pretty sure they were pretty, like, low and, like, far away from, like, I guess the government's radar. So they were never yeah. forced to remove from where they were. Yeah, that, that kind of makes sense because just just north of Mobile, I mm-hmm. mean, there's kind of a pretty remote area right there. Yeah, it's it, very open land. No one's – it's kind of deserted. Yeah, and I suppose if they – they were like some other group of uh, Native Americans if they if they just – don't have a lot of contact, mm-hmm. um, then maybe they'll get left alone. Um, I think there's another small group up just west of Florence in the area of Waterloo that was a little bit like that. Um, I don't think they have formal recognition. Of course, the Porch Creek Indians have formal recognition, yeah. which is why they can have a casino there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I'm trying to think going back. Um, Treaty of Fort Jackson, yeah, the, and again – there were a lot of these, as you talked to before about the, what was the treaty that you mentioned that I'm not familiar with? Uh, the the Indi- Treaty of the Indian Springs. Indian it was Springs. in 1825. Yeah, there was, as you said, there were all kind of these little treaties um, that were signed with like a leader of a couple of creek towns. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they, they would like come like years later too, like other treaties, I guess maybe Sparks came up again. And like years later, they would have to make another one for a different tribe and like so on and so forth. Yeah, you know, there's there's such a, a long history that we, gosh, it's it's such a shame we don't really get into, um, and but uh, the creek, I mean, this is really a defining moment in Alabama, the Creek Wars, and then even during removal, um, there were some creeks that joined up with our U.S. Army and uh, military and went down into Florida to try to get um, some of the the Seminoles and Muskogee. Uh, um, not Muskogee, um, Miccosukee, and some of the lower creeks that had, you know, had been run away to Florida to try to get them to remove. There's a lot of very, uh, very sad history there of people moving around, um, you know, push factors and pull factors. Um, uh, but the Porch Creek ended up uh, staying just, just north of Mobile long enough to I, I come back into the open. I don't mm-hmm. remember when. Do you know when they sort of came back out? I, I know there were... I know there were uh, Native American. I know there was Porch Creek there in like the 1950s because mm-hmm. um, there's stories about one of their leaders going to Washington D.C. and trying to get some. Um, um, I don't know, just trying to get recognition. I think from our government. Do you know anything about that? Um, not particularly, but I think they were like they were there until I'd say 1950s, 1960s. That's what I would say. And that's about when they started to get recognition as right. a formal tribe, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but th- yeah, this is a really this is a great story. 
uh, for so many things, the, the the movement of Native peoples. I think it's a pretty typical story of the movement of a lot of Native people. They got just pushed around by settlers and expansion, and um, you know, as much as they tried to maintain their their ways and their you know living, they weren't able to. As we also know that sometimes the creeks are, are lumped into that group we call the civilized tribes. A lot of creek. Um, had plenty of European ancestry in them, and a lot of their leaders were also, um, you know, more than half uh, European ancestry. But um, they lived uh, as, you know, you know, whatever you know, they lived as white people did with farms mm-hmm. and cattle and and all that. And some wanted more, um, some wanted more uh, of a traditional lifestyle. So uh, there were a lot of problems there, as there were with many native groups. So this is really interesting. And so it, tell me some more. Uh, is there anything you, else you want to tell me about talking with your dad about all this? I never noticed it, but when my grandparents were still alive, like on my dad's side, we would visit their house down in Mobile a lot. And they had a lot of like tribal stuff, like a lot, like my grandma, like kind of was a hoarder. So there was a lot of decorations, right. but there was a lot of tribal stuff too that I never noticed. And like, there's like beads and feathers and like all kinds of like just like tribal like antiques and decorations that I never noticed just because there was so much stuff in our house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, um, but, but your dad, tell me some more about your dad and in his you know, research on this. I mean, so after, he, so I guess he like, he took a family oral history, like he'd always mm, heard these stories yeah. and then you know, now we have modern day things like ancestry and genetic testing mm-hmm. and things like that. So like, I mean, after like, they passed my dad like always had like these stories from my grandfather that he would tell him like him and my my grandfather were like super close and like always were talking and like talking about something and so he was always telling stories and I guess just after they passed my dad got really curious about the oral stories like there's a lot there's more stories that my dad has about being related to other people that my grandfather like would tell him so he just like wanted to test it and see and he took took a test pretty cool Mm -hmm. yeah so and 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 it's also good. You, I mean, you obviously know the stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, you'll pass now you'll pass on the, the family oral history plus the, uh, I guess the scientific history mm-hmm. part of it. So, well, that's very good. This has been, uh, it's been a great, uh, great episode. Emma, thank you very much for sharing this uh, very unique story. Thank you for having family. me.